Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. already into March, March 7, 2016, and tonight's topic is basically um, Manic Monday, the truth about dating after 30, because I know a lot of people, you know, some of my friends are single, I have been married before, of course, and basically, you know, the game has changed, you know, I remember my great-grandmother used to say, no, 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 the game didn't change, just the day, no, grandma, it changed, so what happens is, Like, I know a guy right now, nice-looking guy, uh, works for a Fortune 500 company in his 40s, never married, never had kids. And I'm going to tell you why he, well, in his mind, I think he thinks he's the shit, but he's really not. See, when you get to a certain age and you don't have any type of, anything to show for your time being on earth, such as children, uh, are you a neurosurgeon, did you go to space, things like that. Women start to look at that and think, what the hell's the matter with you? Women, it's a little bit different. A woman can get to age 40 and still be single, never married, no kids, and she's considered picky or she's considered, you know, there must be something wrong with her. Nah, maybe she was just working. So there's a new phenomenon out, and I call them gold digger niggers. And it's not the first time I've ran across one of them, and and I, I don't understand this because... As a woman, I have to be the woman at all times. If I in any way, shape, or form have to be the man in the relationship, I am not attracted to you. And I talked about this on a on a, uh, a another show last week. It wasn't my show. It was the, uh, the MMDTS, the Married Men Don't Talk show. Um, and basically what I said was, you know, typically – If I'm in a partnership with somebody, okay, it's expected that we're going to go through some financial problems or we're going to have some issues. But let me just tell you things that are unattractive when you go on dates with women. First of all, so – you know, when anytime you're speaking about finances, those are things that are none of my damn business. You know, I don't need to know what you drive. I'm damn for sure not going to ask you where you live, how much money you make, or anything like that. Because, like I've said before, I know somebody that makes $35,000 a year, but he owns his house because he bought it, you know, dirt cheap, doesn't have a car, doesn't have a payment, bikes everywhere he goes, like a lot of people do in major cities, and he doesn't have children. So that 35000 looks a lot different than somebody with 
with three kids, a rent payment and a car payment. It's it's just it's very different. So we can't go by how much money, you know, you make. And I, and I damn for sure wouldn't ask somebody, well, how much debt are you in? You know what I mean? When I see things like Mercedes Benzes and things like that, I'm like, oh, that's a car payment because I know you didn't go to the lot and buy it. You understand what I'm saying? And those are things that are not going to make me money. So when a man is, is 20 questioning me about, you know, how much did those shoes cost? Why? Did you buy them? No. So why do you care? You know, and I'm pretty frugal. I'm not cheap, but I'm pretty frugal. So there are certain things that I spend money on, like peanut butter, chocolate, <laughs> wine, you know what I'm saying, you know, vacations, things like that. But then there are certain things that I could do without, like I don't get my nails done. I don't get my hair done, but maybe twice a year because I don't have to. You know, I just spend an hour combing it. You think I want to have, you know, five hours in the salon? I just I don't have that kind of time. I'm a runner, so for me to go get my, my pedicure every week is pointless because I'm always in the gym or I'm always out pounding the pavement. I ain't got no dogs or anything. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? And my nails, I keep my nails cut short. I don't spend time in the salon because it's really a timing thing for me. So a lot of times when people say, well, how can you afford to do this and how can you afford to do that? Well, I work. So... To be in a conversation with a man, um, and I'm going to share an experience I had um, several years ago where I was in a relationship with a guy, and it was one of those things that, it, it, you know, oh, he's a good man, and, um, you know, we should just, you know, we went to church together, you know, la-di-da, everything's great. And, yes, I, I used to be actually very involved in church. Mm. Grew up in the church, uncles are preachers, the entire thing. I don't have a church home now, but that's okay because I worship every day, as you should. So I meet this guy, and I met him in the gym. He looked very well put together, but, you know, I didn't pay attention to the side effects. He lived in a big old house out in Florida when, when I lived in Florida, and what ended up happening was, we moved in together. Now, I have my little condo, a little three-bedroom, two-bathroom. I'm with my baby. We're, you know, we're talking about getting married, so we move in together. This was in about, give or take, about a year and a half. And um, the minute I move in, he has this conversation with me about a water bill. And I'm looking at him like, dude, I literally just got here like yesterday. You know what I mean? And and we didn't go through that whole like sleeping over each other's homes. Like I don't bring dudes to my house, period. So he um he's he got he got mad and I'm like, geez, why you know, why are you getting mad? And he's like, Because I just sat here and told you that my water bill was due and you didn't you didn't you didn't care. And I'm like, it's not that I don't care, it's not my water bill. This you know what I'm saying? I, I don't get it. So basically I find out that I moved into a home that he did not own, he rented, he did not pay his bills for like six months at a time, okay, and everything was due to be shut off within the next few days. Right. And so women, especially women with kids, you guys got to be careful when you are here dating these dudes, because they know that on every level as a mother, especially with, you know, multiple children, I just have one. Um, you got to cook, you got to clean, you have, you're going to make sure that shit gets handled. And so you have to be careful of dudes that are trying to get up on you just because they need help. So I end up having to pay all this motherfuckers bills because I had moved out, subleased my apartment to somebody else you know, running my apartment out to somebody else and, you know, gave away my furniture and all this other stuff. So now I'm in a situation where I'm, you know, he's $10,000 in debt in this house that now turns into my debt because I moved in there with my child, you know. So whenever I see like, you know, and I think it's great, you know what I'm saying, if people can blend families and things like that, but kids cost money. 
You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what kind of job y'all have or whatever that y'all can, you know, just have all these kids. But at the end of the day, women, you have to be careful when you're dealing with a guy because they looking for money, too. They looking for help, too. So, you know, I'm in a situation with this guy who financially does not have anything to offer. I didn't know that. You know, and it just it, it makes me feel like maybe I should be like those girls that, you know, when you meet them that just come out and ask, how much money do you make? What's your bills looking like? What, you know, what's your credit score? But I just because I just feel like it's none of my business. So as a woman, if I'm on a date with somebody and I'm telling them like, yeah, you know, my power is about to get cut off, which that would never happen. But, you know, I'm about to do this and I'm about to do that. I would assume that. If if I'm having that conversation with a man on a date, that he's going to help me or that I'm waiting for him to say something. And so um, I recently was in a situation where somebody was telling me about their finances, and that is very uncomfortable for me because of what has happened to me, you know, with that situation with that gentleman who later on ended up being abusive because he couldn't get his way and because he just he pretty much was just a loser. And I don't really like to refer to people like that, but he was. He was a loser. He knows. So anyways, and it's nothing I've never told him to his face because if you've got to beat up on women because because you're mad because you don't have any money. That's your problem. So what ends up happening is is that, you know, if, if, if I'm sitting there telling a dude about my finances, I'm assuming, I, I mean, I would guess that, that they think that I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why he was telling me that, you know. So I had to just reach out and just say, listen, I don't give men money. You could be my best male friend. I don't give men money. Now, I'll feed you. You know what I'm saying? I could, I could do a lot of things, but I'm not going to give a man money, especially if we don't share a last name or DNA. And the reason for that is because we're not partners in any kind of way. And I don't just like I don't require you to drive a Benz. You shouldn't. I don't require anything that I'm not. So I don't require you to come into my life and be a father to my son. I don't require that. He has a father. I don't require you to come in here and pay some bills or go 50-50 with me on anything because I'm already handling shit. So I just would kind of like the same respect. You know what I mean? So as far as, like, relationships go, because I do have mostly all my relationships have been long distance, a plane ticket ain't nothing to me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'll fly to see you. That's not a big deal. And then, you know, and you'll pay to see me one time or whatever, whatever. It is what it is. That 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 I can do. However, there's a lot of women that don't even have it to do that, like to take the time off or to be able to, you know, do what they need to do or to get to see you. So for me, I can date from here to California to Egypt, wherever I want to be, because I can get to where I need to be. Um, and now with opening up a business and all these other things, I have another business venture that I'm doing right now, you know, it's going to give me a little bit more freedom. But in that same token, we have to, everybody has to stay in their lane. So my girlfriend said to me the other day, cause I was telling her, I said, you know, I'm in therapy. I'm trying to get help. I'm trying to do the right thing. She said, you need to go to therapy and figure out why the hell you keep attracting broke ass men. And that tickled me so bad. Cause she said, now listen, she said, you know, you know, when you're in your 20s, you know, you're, you got the world by the balls. You're just, you're dating, you're doing whatever you want to do. After you hit 30, it gets a little bit different because a lot of the people that got married when we were in our 20s are now getting divorced. I don't know anybody that got married in their 20s that's still married right now, and that's a fact. I don't know anybody. Like that whole college, I'm 25, I'm getting older, I want to be married, my first baby by I'm 30, and blah, 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 blah. I did the same thing. I got married at 28, I had my son at 29, but... You know, people have to understand that, you know, it, it's never a fairy tale thing. And so finances and infidelity are the number one and number two reasons why marriages 
you know, collapse and why relationships fail. So I cannot, and I just told somebody this the other day, I said, I can't ever go back to being just poor, like to just being in a situation where I don't know where my next my next money is coming from. You know, I have to constantly be evolving and constantly be making money. So as a man, you got to be constantly evolving too. You can't be my partner on any level, even just a sexual level. You couldn't even, I wouldn't even fuck with a dude that just was just raggedy as shit. And then, then I get accused of saying, um, what is it? Oh, you don't date regular guys. No, I, I did date regular guys. And when I dated regular guys, they did regular shit. You understand what I'm saying? And then what we talked about in my in one of my editor's books, Saladin Cannot Allow, which we wrote the book Games Together, is the fact that the average quote-unquote guy, you know, he can date the girl at Burger King, he can date the girl that works in the mall, he can date an attorney, and he can date a model because y'all y'all afford him that opportunity. An average girl, same thing. Right. She can date a football player. She can date the CEO of a company or she could date somebody that works at McDonald's. But what I will tell you is that certain upper echelon men are men that know better. They don't have that luxury to date an average motherfucker. It's too dangerous. You can't bring no average girl to your house. You understand what I'm saying? For fear you might get robbed. You know what I'm saying? Or she going to go tell her average, you know, homegirls or homeboys and they going to rob you. You know, so it's not that I don't date average guys. It's just that when I did, you know, date average guys or guys that, you know, just in the workforce, whatever, whatever, y'all did dumb shit. And you acted like you were more than what the fuck you were. And you weren't. You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm looking at my vision and I'm saying, okay, within five years, it's not even about the money that I'll be making. It's about what I'll own, what I'll have, you know, ventured into. Where the fuck are you going to fit into all that? And you, you men, you have to understand, black women are the largest growing number of new entrepreneurs, okay, in America. What are you going to do to keep up? You understand what I'm saying? Or, or can you even do your part? I don't mind. I don't care if I made $50 million and my man only made $1 million. You know, or if I made 50000 and he only made 20000 You understand what I'm saying? But he's going to have to do other things. Like, you can't come in the house talking to me like you fucking crazy and I make double what you make. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you could be the king of the castle, but what are you doing in the castle? So, yeah, you know, I'm in a situation where I know for a fact I can't ever move into a man's house and a man can't ever move into my house. It would have to be a joint. I wouldn't trust anybody to move into their house so that you think that you could tell me what to do or you tell me to get the fuck out one day, right? So just like we as women are sitting up here preaching to other women saying you got to have your own, you men got to have your own shit too because y'all act like when y'all go through relationships and breakups, oh, and, and it's always everybody's fault. I'm so tired of going on dates and hearing that it's always, always was the woman's fault. And the first thing I say is what did you do? What did you do? What did you do that caused her to have to go through your phone? Something happened. She just didn't wake up and just say, hmm, his phone's laying here. I'm just going to go through it. I've had many a phone come across my way, and there are certain phones I just don't care to look at because, A, either I don't give a fuck what you're doing, or, B, I, I'm, not, I'm with this dude all the time, or he's not giving me any vibes, or I'm not picking up any energy that he's, you know, with other people. So I also had a situation where now when you're in your 30s, you're dealing with men that have built lives with other women and have children or whatever, whatever, that are now getting divorced or they're separated or whatever. They have to rebuild. Men are not built for that shit. 
Women, we just keep it moving. We're like, okay, we just we just going to take an L for this year. Men can't do that. Men want to always talk to you about the barbecue grill they had. They want to talk to you about the truck they used to drive. They want to talk to you about where they used to live, all this other shit. Let's focus on now. And I think that men, you know, dating men in their 30s is hard, and especially going into the 40s, it's hard because they're not going to change either. Who you are right now, I'm 40 years old today. Today I'm 40. I'm, I've, I've been 40 since June. Who I am today, that's who I am. It's not going to change. I can bend a little bit, but I won't break for a man ever. You know, so I had a, a situation where a gentleman told me, he says, you know what, you drink too much. You cuss too much. I said, so the fuck what? You don't know my life. You don't know anything about me at all, right? I could be out here popping pills and popping my ass on the Internet and doing all this other stuff, and you concerned because you think that I drink too much, but you've never, you've never been around me long enough to know what I do do. I can't do what I do in this life and be drunk every single day or drink every single day. It just wouldn't work. And then to go, if you ever try to work out when you're drinking, it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So maybe perhaps when you speak to me, I'm drinking because it's my day off or because that's what I feel like, you know what I'm saying, or because that's what I feel like doing. So what ends up happening is my mom boy just texted me, asked me was we going to talk about um, mooches. Um, so what ends up happening is is that, I become very unattracted to men that either do too much or that do too little, right? So on on a certain level, I don't care if I was 150 years old in a red fucking wheelchair. I will never be in a situation where I ever have to talk to anybody. I don't have to talk to none of you motherfuckers at all, period. And that's not because I'm a strong, independent black woman. No, no, no. That's because I'm not going to settle. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's okay that he wears white sweat socks with with, uh, black dress shoes. No, it's not okay. You ain't never grew up in a church. You never grew up and had to go anywhere nice. You you know what I mean? I'm not going to tolerate somebody that doesn't tip their waitress properly. You know what I mean? Because I was in the service industry for many, many years. And it also just that that's that's the, what they think of us, the epitome of the bad tipper. You know what I'm saying? That's what they think of us, that we don't tip. So, no, if you're unkind to the staff or to, you know, weight service and things like that and rude, nah, I, I don't want to talk to you. And it's very simple and it's very quick. You know, and I have a situation where when I meet people, it's automatic. Like we're attracted to each other, that's it, and then we go together. That's it. You know, and some people say, well, that's crazy. That's what happens when you jump into things too quick. Yeah, but you could be with somebody for 15 years and not know that they done killed somebody before. So I don't I don't really look at it like that. The only thing I gamble with is, is my dating life. I don't gamble money. I don't, you know, make big, huge, fraudulent investments. I don't invest a lot of time in anybody. But who I do choose to invest my time in, that's special because, you know, you have to understand that if I have to choose between sitting at home and hanging out with my kid and with my family, I'm going to choose that all day over going to get some dick. I, I just am. You understand what I'm saying? So, and dick is free in all 50 states. So it, for me, it's just, I'm never, I don't know how a lot of women get into these relationships back to back to back and they have children. You know, I, I don't understand that. Like, I don't even know what the the, the protocol is. My son don't want to meet nobody. He don't want to see nobody. He ain't trying to hear about nothing. Now I got to get up, make sure my eyebrows are done, and comb my hair. I don't be feeling like combing my hair. It took me an hour to comb my hair today. I had to wash it. I don't have time for that. Cutting into my drinking time. I don't have time for that. So, mm. So I just date. I don't know. Someone asked me, was I a hopeless romantic? I'm not a hopeless romantic. I'm a realist. I'm a person that says, okay, 
if this is show me what you can do in a relationship and I'll show you what I can do and if we can come together in the middle and meet up and we're nice to each other and we like each other and we're attracted to each other, let's do it. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't believe in the in the 90-day rule. I believe you should have sex whenever you feel like you want to have sex with somebody. There should be no, you know, stipulation of it. Oh, well, you really didn't know them. Again, you could be with somebody for years and years and years and not know they don't rape somebody when they was in the 12th grade. You don't know. You know what I mean? So I don't ever take that into consideration. Now, another issue with dating after 30 is that people have had some fucked up shit happen to them. So you're in a situation where you're meeting people with who I call the undiagnosed. So I'm a big, big, huge proponent of people getting diagnosed or people getting the help that they need, especially if they're going through a depression. And what a lot of people don't understand is that when you go through a divorce, that is a death. That is a death in finances. That is a death of a relationship. It feels like you have failed. And so the situation that I was in with the gentleman for give or take eight years off and on, he never committed. He never, you know what I'm saying? We never got married. If we were going to marry somebody, it probably would be to each other. We're just both sick people. But he realizes he's sick. He won't go get help, but he helps himself the best way he can. You know what I mean? But he acknowledges that there is something the fuck wrong with him. But for me... I disclaimer my mental illness, my post-traumatic stress disorder, my psychopath um, ways, because I don't want to switch and bait a guy. I don't want a guy to think like, okay, um, everything was cool, and then she just flipped out and slapped somebody in the face at a table. Because it, 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 it never is like that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like to put my hands on people, but if I feel like I'm in a situation of danger, the fight or flight does not work with me. It's just fight. That's it. There ain't no running. We just fighting. That's it. And I know I'm old as hell and I shouldn't be fighting. And I don't, I'm not talking about bar brawls. I'm talking about, you know, people saying stuff and thinking you're not going to say nothing back. I have a smart mouth. I cuss a lot. So I don't have tolerance for that because I've been stabbed in the face before. You know, I got stabbed. I was at a girlfriend's birthday party in a very swanky club in Florida, which we sued the shit out of them and the girl that was involved. She shouldn't have even been in there. She wasn't even appropriately dressed. She ended up hitting me in the face with a glass. So when I say that I have to be in VIP, it's not because I'm being funny. I have to be in VIP because I don't want people around me like that. You know what I'm saying? I know that if you spent some stacks to get up in here, you're not going to be over here trying to fight and throw stuff and this, that, and the third. It's a protection issue. You know, I can only date men that I feel that are going to keep me safe. That means with your body, too. That means I can't be sitting up here, look, I got to start judging men for the company they keep, too. You could line all mine up, every single one of them. I think I only had one ugly dude that I ever dated, and then I think one well, one was a compulsive liar, but at the end of the day, they adored me. They loved the shit out of me. They just, they couldn't get it together, you know, and they, they didn't evolve. They're still doing the exact same shit they was doing when I met them 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. That does, that will not work for me. 10 years ago, I'm not the same person that I was today. I'm, I was in a completely different field. I was working in my field in mental health. You know, then I had to end up going and being a bartender because then when my job, when I was a broker, ended up closing down. And so you do what you got to do for money. So that's why I don't feel sorry for men when they come to me and they're telling me about their woes. I, st- I ended a, a friendship with a gentleman because of the fact that he came to me and asked me for money. And this was a very good friend of mine. And I said, I just, I can't. I don't give men money. And especially not when I'm looking at you and you going out to the clubs and you doing this and you doing that. Go ask them bitches that you supposedly supposed to be with. 
them your little girlfriends and stuff like that. Because if you're in a situation with somebody that can't help you, I don't care on any level, it doesn't even have to be financially, then you sh- you're with the wrong person. If I get into a, a bind and the first person that I call is not you, then we shouldn't be in a relationship. And I'm not even talking about financially. I'm talking about anything. It could be, you know, my my tire blew out on my car. Can you come get me? It could be, you know, anything that's going to make my life easier. I can only date people that are going to make it easier for me to have a place of peace. And then, you know, I, I do that for you as well, you know. I've dated some of the most notorious assholes in the world, like in the world, but they weren't like that with me. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not mean to them either, so... It pisses me off when I meet men that are vetting women for, like, their status, what, how much money do they make, and then the insecurities start coming out. I'm the wrong fucking girl to date if you have insecurity issues. I just had a guy tell me not that long ago, um, oh, so wait a minute, these pictures of you in your bathing suit, they're on the Internet, everyone can see them. I'm like, yeah. I run marathons. I've I've ran, what, five, six marathons, and, you know, that's 26.2 full miles. So I'm pretty proud of the way that I look, and I'm all natural. I don't have any plastic surgery, no Botox, no nothing. And my hair's real, my eyebrows are real. I'm proud of that fact. So, yeah, if I'm at a beach, I'm going to post a picture in my bathing suit. If I'm in the hot tub and I just so happen to have on my little G-string and that's what I choose to take a picture in, then that's what I choose to take a picture in. But it's all situation appropriate. It's not like I'm sitting in a mirror taking a picture of my camel toe. Okay, so he says to me, yeah, you know, you looking all seductive like that on the Internet. I mean, you just and I'm thinking to myself, so so the fuck what? You understand what I'm saying? Like, listen, it could be 10 times worse. And and guess what? I'm grown and I pay all my own bills. So you can't fucking tell me what to do. So, you know, back in the day, somebody told me I don't like your outfit. Okay, that's fine. Buy me another one. then. And they did. So if you're not in a position to do anything about it, don't talk to me about it. So that's why I feel like men should not be grilling women about money. Now, because guess what? If a woman did that to you, we're gold diggers. She in here asking me, you know, how much money I make, where I live, and, you know, things like that. I I don't give a damn about none of it. Just don't ask me for shit. I told you, I dated a dude that was, how old was he? He was 22 and I was like 35, something like that. He worked at, like, the um the tire place, like the DuPont or Dunlap, whatever it's called. Anytime I went on a date with him, I never had to pay for anything. And it wasn't no elaborate dates. He always had my bottle of wine. Anytime we, you know, went up and, and hung out together, he made sure that he got, you know. I mean, he, he did his thing. And he didn't make no money like that. And I had some of the best time with him. But, I mean, I couldn't wife the kid because, you know, you still going to Rick Ross concerts and shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm over here going to Essence you over here going to Rick Ross concert in a jean suit. You know what I'm saying? So on that level, you know, we didn't match. So right now, you know, it's just it's hard to date in your after 30 and to date, especially after 40. But guess what? They do exist. There are men out there that are handling business that are looking for somebody that's just like you. They may not be looking for somebody just like me because I got a smart-ass mouth, but I definitely – you know, want to make sure that women know that you, um, you gotta be, um, you gotta be in a position where you can say no. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta say yes to every fucking date. This isn't fucking Sex in the City. This isn't. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be Carrie Bradshaw just going around and and that's another thing. I take sex off the table. Okay, because I think that sex clouds the vision of a lot of things. So I don't go out and have sex. I really don't. So if I'm with somebody. 
Like, I know some of y'all were probably like, damn, she's with this dude damn near eight years. I write about him in my book. Yeah, because I refuse to go and sleep with other people. I don't give a shit what he was doing. That has nothing to do with me. We're not living in the same city. I get it. But I bet you this. I bet you when I came to town, everybody scattered like roaches. I bet you he ain't pick up that goddamn phone. I bet you I had keys. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just, I've never been in a situation where I've been blatantly disrespected. And me and this particular gentleman have never talked about money. He could sit there and have 15 Rolexes. I could sit there with my Hublot, and ain't nobody going to sit there and ask, how much did that cost, this, that, and the third. I even told him, I said, if I get married, I don't even think I want a diamond. I want a black diamond, which ain't nothing but a piece of carbon, which I already have the diamond myself, or I just want a plain band. That's where I'm at right now in life because I don't care about that shit. I've already had the big rings. I've been engaged a bunch of times, you know, and it just, that that's what works for me. So what I don't like is, you know, getting to know people and the fake stage because I can see right through it. And so I just got chastised recently because I was telling a dude, no, I'm crazy for real. This shit, I don't know what, what you're doing, but, you know, I was trying to explain to him how females are. And he's like, when I told him, I said, I don't want to hear about your finances. He said, well, I don't want to hear about you being crazy. And I said, well, I can fix being crazy. You can't fix being broke. Okay. I, I can go see somebody about that. You're going to have to figure out a way to get more money. So I'd rather be crazy in this situation than to be broke. And you're broke because for very good reasons. You got a divorce, things as such. You know, these are things that are going to kill your finances. So you got to go through it. I said, nobody helped me when I was divorced. So you telling me your problems and I'm not your girlfriend does not make me attracted to you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Keep it light. Keep it breezy. Y'all motherfuckers be going on dates making mistakes too. You know what I'm saying? It's none of my business. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, if I'm sitting up there and I'm like, yeah, you know, because he said something, I was like, yeah, but I'm crazy, though. I might stalk you. I might, you know. No, I'm not really a stalk. Well, yeah, I am. I do be stalking people. But, I mean, it's all in good fun. They don't know. They don't know. They probably don't even know I like them. But, anyways, but for me, I'm disclaiming to you that I have issues that I have to seek help for because of my past. So if I'm talking to you about my past, it's because these are things that are going to come up when you ask me, well, how come you don't do this? And how come you don't do that? Oh, I don't believe you. You haven't had sex since, since August. Or I don't believe you that you, yeah, these are the reasons why. So, you know, men have to protect us, right? So the other thing that I don't like is this whole situation about the lying. And social media has had y'all men, especially over the age of 30, y'all think that y'all are just truly the shit. You take a couple headshots, you take a couple selfies, and now, you know, y'all are in business on the internet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm good at calling people out on the internet, just being like, look, you don't never take pictures from the neck below. And these might even be people that I know or that I've met. You understand what I'm saying? But social media isn't fucking important to me. I don't really, and and especially when you're dating someone, I don't really like for them to be on my social media because of the fact that I have, you know, a, a little bit of a fan base or guys that, you know, Woman Crush Wednesday or whatever, whatever, and I'm I'm very flattered. I'm, I'm appreciative of that. However, if you're dating me, you have to be able to look at that and say, these are people that she probably doesn't know or if I did meet them, it was at an event or something like that, and it's nothing more than that. My beloveds do not get on my page because what ends up happening is they see something that hurts their feelings or I'll be speaking about something, a topic, and they'll think that I'm talking about them. You know, I'm I'm a gangster for real. If I'm talking about you, I'll just tag you in the stat. I don't care. You know, and social media is actually how I found out one of my boyfriends was cheating on me a couple of years back in uh, 2013. 
You know, they was like, ain't you with this dude? Because I just seen him yesterday. I mean, so it, it's a powerful tool if you use it the right way. I, I tend to prefer to use social media to make money and to advertise about my show and things as such and whatnot. But I think that a lot of men... I don't know what the hell is happening to y'all. And you know what? I blame you women. You women, you know, you, you let these men come into a situation and be like, yeah, I'm just looking for somebody to hold me down. You better fucking call gravity. I, I, I'm not going to hold down no man that I do not share a last name with. I'm just not. Because then what happens to me, right? I can't even fix my face to ask somebody for toll money. I wouldn't do it. I just I would sit there and scrounge for change in my car before I would ask a man for toll money because it's my car and I feel I should have toll money. So right now the question remains, who can I run to? Who's going to be strong enough? Who's going to be able to to be the yin to my yang or whatever, whatever? So I'm going to pop to this song, and there's a good reason I'm popping to this song by Escape.
right, so I had to play that song real quick because because there's a new song that's out, and they took that song by Escape and actually, you know, sampled it and redid the song, which I actually love the song. So I'm, like, driving down the street singing, hi, but I shouldn't be because I don't get high. But I like the song because of the song by Escape. And so that song is actually called um, You Might Be by Luke Nasty. We're going to play that later on, so that's why I played that one first. So I'm really not as sappy to be playing Who Can I Run To because I really don't. I'm not really interested in running to anybody. I'm just trying to walk to my destination. But another issue with dating over 30 is that people, especially women, bring their kids around men way too quickly. Um, And I think that within recent times or just the last few years, just even with, you know, these kids that are getting killed by the, the mom's boyfriend and all this other stuff, like, you you got to be careful, and that's what I mean when I say, like, you could jump into bed with somebody tomorrow or six months from now and not know that they have the capacity to fuck your kids up or that they they have pedophile thoughts or that they, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, listen, people can sit there all day long and say, well, you know, um, I checked his record, the record isn't this and the record isn't that. Yeah, well, you know, those suicide bombers, they didn't have records either. You know what I'm saying? The people that went into the World Trade Center and, and blew everything up, they didn't have records either. They they flew below the radar as well until it was time. So you have to understand that I'm paranoid as it is, but them being a mom, that's the most important thing to me right now. And then now I'm I'm in situations where I meet men and mostly date men that don't have children, not by choice. It's just that's how it is. And then I have to start thinking about, like, okay, well, do you want kids? Because I don't know if I feel like having another one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are conversations that you have to have. So it was nice when I met somebody that actually had children. And, you know, because then it was like, okay, well, I'm done. I don't have to I don't have to do anything, you know. And he was fixed, so he says, which I don't believe nothing nobody fucking says. So I don't have to have kids. But then, you know, the fucking side effects start coming out, and it takes something really beautiful and turns it into something ugly because you want to talk to me about all your fucking problems. And now I know how men feel when women get in there and they start boo-hooing. It's just a total buzzkill. And then you have to look at the, like, you have to listen to what people say. You know, so if I meet a guy and he's still trying to be a rapper and he's fucking 35 and 40 years old, I'm going to need you to go have several seats on the back of the bus. I really am. I need you to be doing something to bring revenue in. Now, I could see if you was out there, why don't you do something else? Why don't you write for people? Why don't you do something behind the scenes? I'm all for people having multiple streams of income. So, yeah, you might be a security guard, but you could be doing this over here. You could be offering your services over here. And people don't understand, like, in this day and age, especially with the presidency getting ready to change, you have to own your own business at this point you know you a felon cool i can deal with that you might have made some mistakes as a youth did you get out of jail and do anything you know productive you could still own a car wash you could still own a landscaping business you could still cut hair there are a million things you could do to make a million dollars so i don't want to hear about you know a man's financial issues and you are physically able to go out and to work if i gotta work two jobs guess what you can work two jobs too and i really have five jobs that I do. 
you know, I'm a writer, I'm an editor, I write for TripAdvisor, you know, I, I sit here, I do this show, I own, I own my business, I have, you know, publishing things that I do, I still ghostwrite for people, you know, on the side, whether it's music, whether it's books, we're getting ready to go to Atlanta a couple of weeks for my son's birthday, so, and, you know, jump in the studio with St. Lou Hits, who actually has done some work with 2 Chains and DJ Isud and all them, and Kanye's been down there uh, recently, so, you know, th- these are things that I'm trying to do, but I'm always consistently trying to work on my craft and trying to make sure that I don't ever have to go back to a place where I'm working at a restaurant and I'm 30 plus years old with a baby. You know what I mean? Because there was no work to be found, but I found work because I needed to go where the money was, you know, and I get that a lot of girls like, you know, they'll go in and, and, and that's another thing. They'll go in and they'll, they'll start dancing. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck do you need $10,000 a week for? And you like 23 years old. I don't, I don't know why you would need that kind of money. Because, I mean, last I checked, they still giving out student loans to people, so I don't know. And it's not like I've ever met a stripper that went to Harvard. You know what I mean? I, I'm going a, I'm to a be in Boston in a couple of weeks. We're going to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's unfortunate when you get to a certain place with somebody and you start getting comfortable and then their side effects start coming out. It used to be that it took you a good year to see who you were really, you know, dealing with. Now it's like these men are so freaking all over the place that it's like one minute – they want to be a rapper. The next minute, they want to be a nurse. The next minute, they hate their job. The next minute, they love their job. And it's just like, I am already a ball of energy. I don't need to deal with somebody that hates what they do, is not being paid what they need to, to, to earn to live their lifestyle or take care of their children or whatever, whatever. And then you come to me and you, you are telling me about this. And I know that sounds cold, but I just I don't think that it was a coincidence that this gentleman told me about his financial situation ten times in a row. Then was like, oh, I'm gonna go be a stripper. LOL. I'm like, yeah, you can strip at my house. You know, whatever. Just like little jokes and stuff like that. But I I have to I have to check y'all on that because if the shoe was on the other foot and I went on a date or I was constantly talking to somebody about how much money I need and what I need to do and all my bills and all this other stuff, y'all would find that unattractive as well and then deem me as a gold digger. So I gotta put that shoe on the other fucking front and say that y'all motherfuckers be out here digging for gold too. But guess what? I don't give no man that I am not linked to DNA wise or last name a dollar. That's it. You can't listen. Don't even ask me for toll money. Just like I wouldn't ask you for toll money. Don't ask me for it. Gifts. I'll buy gifts all day long. I told you before Balmain was even, was even hitting. I had bought a sweater for, for one of my beloveds down in Florida. So, I mean, the, the the gift giving and all that other stuff, I buy you what I want to buy you. However, you will never catch me. Like if somebody says, like, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know. Get me what you feel I should have. What do you want for your birthday? Get me what you feel I should have. I like books. I like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a high-maintenance type chick, okay, said the girl that's trying to plan a trip to Dubai with her, with her homegirl. But that's my money. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's me spending my money. So if I don't have a problem spending my money, I don't need you to come in and spend my money for me. And I was very offended by this so much that it was irritating because with that dudes asking you for money and stuff like that, that's an enabling behavior. Like I can't, I can't give you no money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's nice that you want to tell me that. And it's a, it's a great springboard. And I, I feel um, good that you can communicate with me like that, but like after the tenth time, I don't, um, I, I don't want to hear it. You know, and I don't talk about my finances. I've never sat and told anybody like, yeah, last year I raked in this amount of money. I tell my fucking a minute, I'm poor. I'm poor as hell. I ain't got no money. And they be like, you lying, you lying. Shit, for whatever reason, just know this. I'm telling you, I ain't got no money. 
I'm broke. I'm not broke, but I'm just saying. I'll, I'll tell my fucking minute I ain't got it. You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm sitting up here, and then it makes it uncomfortable for me because I done cracked my phone on the ground again. I bust my ass the other day in the parking lot, so my phone flipped up in the air and dropped on the floor, so the whole face is cracked, deleting numbers off my phone. And um, I have to go buy a new phone. Well, the phone is eight $900, right, because the, the Samsung uh, 6, whatever the fuck it's called, with the headgear and all that shit is getting ready to come out this Friday. Me, personally, I don't like to finance my phones. I'd rather just pay for it and then keep my bill, you know, low or whatever it needs to be. So I got to come out of pocket money for my phone, and it makes me not want to talk to you about me having a broken phone when you telling me that you got to pay your phone bill or it's going to be shut off. You know, I try to be nice and say, like, okay, well, you know, you just email me. I enjoy emails. I enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, you know, cool, and then it's like, I made a comment where I was like, dang, you know, my bad. If I was there, I would, you know, climb up on you and give you a kiss. And he's like, I really don't need to be talking about that right now. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not my motherfucking fault that you can't pay your fucking phone bill. So all I can offer you is some hugs and kisses. That's about it. I, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. And, see, this is why I hate being nice to people and trying to be sappy and shit because men take advantage of that, and then they say, like, oh, she just liked me so much. Look, I like fucking shoes. I like ice cream. I like wine. I like a whole bunch of things I'm not going to invest my motherfucking money in. You understand what I'm saying? And a man, that that's definitely not one of them, especially if you're not my dude. You ain't my dude. Go ask the last motherfucker that you was fucking with because I'm sure I'm not the only one. You understand what I'm saying? And then when you have to have conversations like, oh, and then that's another thing. I think that there's a lot of men that think that I have a jealous streak just because I'm violent. No, one has nothing to do with the other. I don't get jealous. If if you got a kid and you don't have time to talk to me one day, I'm not going to blow up on you because I didn't hear from you yesterday. I don't care. I probably was busy. I don't even know what day today is. If this goddamn calendar wasn't, on my, wasn't in my studio, I wouldn't know what fucking day today was. And sometimes I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I go to sleep sometimes at 8, 9 o'clock in the morning because I'm up grinding all night, filling orders, doing my zero fuck stuff and all that other stuff. And if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, I'm at miss.d.scott. And, or you could go to the hashtag zero, F-U-X nation, team zero, F-U-X. All those are my hashtags. Um, you'll see the zero fucks, but people started, you know, warming up to that. So if you go on um Zero fucks nation team zero fucks all those all those ones uh, stay in your lane things like that you'll be able to find me at miss.d.scott so you know I'm sitting up here trying to open up a business I can't have big girl conversations with a kid you know I can't sit here and it would make me uncomfortable to sit there and share with you like okay well my lease was ten thousand dollars so I had to go pay that and then you over here struggling to pay a phone bill so it fucks up the relationship and things that I'm able to talk to you about because I don't want to talk to any, you know, now I don't want to say anything about finances, whether I have it or not. You know, my overhead for me to open that store is like four grand a month. You understand what I'm saying? So how do we match and you're having, you know, some struggles? You understand what I'm saying? We've all struggled to pay a bill here and there, but I'm just saying, like, I've never struggled enough where I went to somebody and told them about it. Like, if I go to my girlfriend and I say, I need an investor or, you know, I need money to open up the store, whatever, whatever. That's a conversation that's to be had because I'm getting ready to hit her up for some money. You understand what I'm saying? Because other than that, I don't even talk to my best friends about finances. I don't know what she make. I don't. She don't know what I make. It's just we we get together, we have a good time. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? I know that we not broke like we was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. But I also know that we ain't where we want to be. 
you know, that comes with investments, that comes with time, that comes with stocks and bonds and, and putting your money where it's supposed to be in 401ks, you know, so I'm thinking like, damn, you can't go to your 401k and pull nothing out, like, that's what I'm saying, like, this is why owning properties and not just flipping them, but just owning properties where you have some place where you could go take that money out, that's important when you're a business owner. So these are the conversations that make me moist. These are the conversations that I have with men that make me excited if I'm talking to another business owner or somebody that's that's handling their business in their field. I'll take a construction due all goddamn day long because you could build shit, we could work together, we could talk about stuff, I could get you jobs, you could help me work, you know, do certain things. I'll take a construction do all day long and they get money you understand what i'm saying so there's a misconception out there that it's just women that are gold diggers nah y'all men out here are acting a fuck-ass fool and you women are putting up with the shit if you gotta pay a dude's phone bill what can he possibly do for you in life like for real let's just i'm gonna let y'all think about that for a minute mm. and not only that let me tell you the real psycho reason i wouldn't pay a man's phone bill because if I pay your phone bill and I find out you've been texting other chicks, you may as well just kiss the phone goodbye because I'm throwing it over a bridge. And we not like that. You know what I'm saying? If it's my husband or somebody that we're getting, you know, we're getting engaged and they like something crazy happened, whatever, whatever. But just being a parent day to day, I'm a single mom for real. I don't have a co-parenting situation. I have a, you know, my stepdad keeps my kid when I have to go to work or do whatever it is that I need to do. But you know what I'm saying? I don't. And, and prior to my mother's death, I didn't have that. So when I was in Florida, I literally paid a nanny. I literally paid somebody to watch my son while I went to work. Half my income was going towards daycare, you know what I'm saying, when he was younger. So I just I don't feel bad for men that are having financial issues because you fucked up your relationship or you fucked up your marriage or you fucked up your money doing stuff that you had no business doing. We all got to learn. I done wrecked cars. I, done, I mean, I have done it all, and nobody but my good, my good Judy, my good friend, that's the only person that helped me. You know, my parents did. Obviously, when I moved back up to this area, my parents helped me out tremendously. However, it wasn't in a financial form. It was, you know, take a couple weeks, get yourself together, you know, look for work, things like that. So I've been rock bottom three or four times. So I really give zero fucks about other people, especially men. When you don't have custody of the kids, when you don't have, you know what I'm saying, to pick them up and drop them off to school and they don't live with you, Okay, I don't understand why you can't just go work two jobs. If you need the money like that, go work two jobs. Start your own business. That's the quickest, easiest way. Start your own thing. Whatever it is that you do that you love, start your own thing. But please, man, do not go on dates and ask women about her financial situation. You know, and then, you know, this one tells me, you talk about your ex a lot. I said, well, here's the reason why I talk about this particular ex. You understand what I'm saying? Because of these reasons right here. Right. But you talk about your ex a lot to the point where I got to hear about, oh, well, she emailed me the other day. Like, we're not there yet where you could tell me the truth like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to tell you if I'm texting one of my exes or whatever, whatever. We just, you know, we just kicking it. But what a lot of men don't understand is that a woman will always, especially if y'all were connected sexually, will always know when you done laid with another woman or when you, you know, sniffing up another woman's skirt. We always know. And we will literally come back just to fuck shit up so that you don't talk to the broad. 
and just confusion and shit. So if you if you think anything otherwise, it is what it is. And I had to tell him, I said, listen, you keep your little friends away from me or I will beat their ass. And he's like, oh, they're not even like that. You don't know what a woman is like when she's faced with the possibility that the, the penis that she once had that was hers might be going somewhere else. You don't know what a woman would do. You know what I mean? And I don't like that men are that naive into thinking that we as women are just stupid and we just, you know what I'm saying? We don't know any better. I don't like that. And I feel bad because this particular gentleman, you know, I really, really liked him. But it's just that, you know, on that level, it's just like I don't think he knows how to date. You know, he's recently divorced not that long ago. And so – I just feel like you need to be sitting down talking with other men about how you get back in there. And one of the ways that you get back in there is not by talking about your sexual escapades with your ex and about the only reason she calls you is because you're the only guy that made her come. Is that what she told you? You know, and about how she's calling you on dates. You understand what I'm saying? Like, what woman, listen, I don't know what kind of man you are because I would never call one of my exes or text one of them and tell them, oh, I was on a date with another guy and I was thinking about you. Are you crazy? They would cuss me out and hang up the phone. They would be like, well, go back to your date then. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, it would not, we could talk about it after the fact, but it, I just would not do that. And what kind of female is that? So, you know, in closing, the truth about dating after 30 is it's hard. So, yeah, I commend anybody that's out there that's starting over from the bottom, that's got kids or that's trying to do the right thing by their children. But just you have to remember the same things that you don't want to hear about from a woman, we don't want to hear about it from you. You know what I mean? It's okay to be like, listen, I'm fucked up. You know, that conversation, you know, or, or, or when you first get into something like, listen, you know, I really don't have a lot of money. That's cool. It should have stopped there. You know, I don't really have a lot of money. And then, you know, y'all can figure out what y'all going to do. So you make your commitment to do your part in a relationship. She makes her commitment to do her part in a relationship. And that's what it is, right? Because broke is just really a state of mind. It's not really about the money. It's a state of mind. If you think you broke, then you broke. I'm never going to be broke because I'm always thinking about where can I make money? What can I do that's going to make me money? What am I doing already that I can do that's going to make me some money? And these are all things that I love. So whether it's profit sharing with, you know, blog talk radio or whatever it is, you know, advertising for other people, that's what it is. So for me, in closing, I need somebody that's going to, you know, be strong, keep me safe, and that I can build with. We are already past the, you know, hold it down stage. Ain't nobody going to hold you down but you and your mom or, or maybe your dad. I don't know what to tell you because I'm not holding no motherfucking body down because I didn't get held down. I had friends, but you know what I'm saying? Other than that, I didn't go to dudes and ask them, you know, oh, can I have some money for this because I don't want you fucking telling me what to do. It's hard for me to even take on an investor in my business because I've been doing everything by myself and I really don't want to be pledge allegiance to anybody so in closing whatever you wouldn't want her to do don't do it you understand what I'm saying if you don't want her talking to you about your finances don't talk to her about yours you don't want her talking to other dudes don't talk to other females you understand what I'm saying it has to go both ways black love is a beautiful thing it's a wonderful thing when you can have it but at the same time you got to be cognizant and stay in your lane if your lane is over here then you stay in that motherfucker don't swerve over into my shit and then make it seem like I'm crazy because I'm requiring you to do certain things to, to, to toughen up, grow the fuck up. You got to grow up. We all go through broke phases, but just let it be a phase. But I'm going to leave with the song I was telling y'all about, Luke Nasty Might Be. I will talk to you guys tomorrow on Tell the Truth Tuesday. Thanks for calling. Way. 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 Way.